I look good. Really good. Hey, Justin, come and look how good I look. Oh. I had ribs. I had ribs for lunch. That's what that was. <clears throat> How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? What are you doing, dude? How are you? I'm alright. You look awfully nice today. Thank you. Maybe don't wear a bra next time. What? Me? Me or the dog? No, I, I was talking to you. The dog? No, not them. I don't know their name. Oliver? Uh, what is it? O Oliver? Lanolin? What? No. Lanolin? Dude, Oliver. You... Lanolin? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, dude? Like, like sheep's wool? What is happening? <clears throat> Unique New York. Unique New York. Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotchy scotch scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -hmm. Probably shouldn't drink before the show. Yeah. The arsonist yeah. has oddly shaped feet. What do you... I don't even know what's going on right now. How much time? We've, we've been on. 30? 30 seconds? No, we're recording. We're recording right now. We're recording right now. Yes. I don't believe you. <laughs> what? Oh, Audrey, I look like hell. Who's Audrey? I have bags under my eyes. What's that? I I didn't say anything. Well, if you were a man, I'd punch you. Me or the dog again? I'd punch you right in the mouth. I... That's Bush. That's Bush League. I, yeah, I don't know. The human torch is denied a bank loan. <laughs> you hear me? Audrey! Look at me! Dude, who are you, who are you talking to? I'm sorry, alright? I'm sorry. Okay, that's enough of that. Oh ho, 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 Let's just start the show. Welcome to episode two. Episode two. Episode, episode two. two. Two episodes in. Scott. Nope. Nope. Wrong line. Yep. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we appreciate the the, uh, the listenership and the outreach for episode one. Man, has been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh, we're not blowing any sort of ratings out of the water, but I feel like it's a great start. I feel like yeah, I feel like people are really getting excited about this show and what it's what's gonna do. I 100% agree. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been really awesome. You know, um, you know, we've been getting quite a few listens. You know, and it's for for first episode, man. It's it's just been awesome. It, it, you know, I couldn't be any happier. Yeah, and it's it's, uh, it's pretty steady too. So like every day we try, I try to check. I try not to check. It's hard not to. Yeah. Uh, but um, I check. I check kind of often too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a steady. Steady growth and listenership almost day to day. Yeah, it feels like we get at least another another listener or two. Yeah, um, every day. Yeah, and it's um, you know, and I, I wasn't expecting a ton either. I was just, you know, I'm happy for what we got. Um, 
yeah so thank you guys for for, for that um thank you for those that reach out and and tell us what you guys think about the show uh we definitely again we we want to know what people what people think and if we hear someone that's listened to it we i pepper up with questions if yeah. i can yeah I, I mean i try not to too much i don't want them to feel like they can't talk no, to me because i'm just gonna i want to breathe down their neck i want to feel their maybe hands. yeah maybe that's not the right approach <laughs> Um, no, but, but we want to know like what you guys <laughs> like, what you guys don't like, what you guys want to see us expand upon, uh, what you want us to see us curtail a little bit if you need to, or, or you know what I mean? Just little things, little nuance uh, to to help us improve the show because yeah. we really like it because um, maybe we're a little egotistical. Maybe little uh, no, I think perfectionist would probably be closer to the to the yeah. To we want to we want we, well, we want to know yeah we want to be the best podcast that we could be we and, could be and with listenership and with your yeah. guys' help it, it's, we're not it we're not based in uh i mean we're like we're big fans of other podcasts but we're not basing yeah. our podcasts on them at all i no, mean no, like, that's no, one thing I, i've learned about um uh watching and listening to um watching and listening to uh, uh other podcast is being the most authentic you possible is the best recipe for success I think we do pretty good at the um, authentic us. Yeah. We are very different. Yes, <laughs> a lot of people. undeniably. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think we have a pretty good dynamic here. And Oliver is along for the show. If you yeah. heard during the intro, he, uh, uh, yeah, he's here with us. Yeah. Uh, so he he's very noisy, but a fun little cute rambunctious dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. So always reach out to us, please. Please uh, reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram. The best place to find us is, is on Instagram yeah. at the How Did We Pod. Uh, handle yeah you can go to my instagram just a reyes you or can you go to mine which is uh brandon underscore bro 94 you can hit up twitter mine is uh brandon bro 94 i don't check that one too often but you check yours a little more right yep. just a reyes 13 mm-hmm. it's gonna be a theme with me just you a can reyes. also just email uh us at how did we pod one at gmail.com or you can hit justin at uh info at uh justin just a reyes dot uh, com right Yep, info at justyrace.com is uh, the best place to to reach out if you're going to email. Again, uh, I probably check my Twitter and Instagram more than anything, uh, so to find those. And those will be in the episode description. If you guys are curious, I'll spell them again. Like I said in the first episode, I, I often hear things and think that I'm going to spell them right, and then it's completely off, especially when it comes to like <laughs> uh, Instagram handles and Twitter handles. Yes. Uh, those things can get a little wild. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I literally have a sheet right here in front of me just, just yeah. for the handles. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but episode one, yeah, I was on cell phones. This episode, we're going to pivot, and we're going to talk about uh, houses. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to do, uh, just to go through uh, just houses throughout the, the centuries, kind of touch on the materials that make them up. We're not going to get too bogged down in this episode. We're going to save that for yep. episode two, right? Yeah, so episode the next episode, uh, which will technically be episode three, but episode yes. two of this series, will yes. be um, about the materials, yes, but the feather, the bones, and the... Yeah, uh, the common house. Makes, yeah, the common house. Uh, this episode will be on the history of how we got to this point. Yes. Um, and then we have a special episode for episode three that's going to continue this series. So it's going to end up being the three-part series, but episode three, we're not going to share that with you yet, mm-hmm. but it will be uh, along yeah, the same vein. Be we'll we'll tell be a special type episode, at the yeah. end of episode two, or pro- part two of the, the, the series. Yep, so be on the lookout for that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to and really excited for it. I, I did, yeah. you know, I was wondering... Uh, uh, you know, I didn't think that we we're going to go into three parts. And then you mentioned this little aspect and I was like, yeah, that's brilliant. And the timing couldn't be better. So, yep. you know, it, that may be a little tiny hint for you. 
Yeah, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but let's get into the uh, anchor ad real quick, if you want to. Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll talk about homes. So today's timeline is going to open us up in uh, 76,000 BC. Just a few years ago. Yeah, just like, ago. yeah, like yeah. like 10 days ago. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, roughly 78, you know, thousand years ago, about mid-stone age, man began to use caves as a home. Um, evidence shows that Damascus in Syria was, um, as occupied by, was occupied uh, by humans for around 11,000 years. Uh, Penga Ya Saide, uh, pretty sure that's how yep. we pronounce it. Yep. Uh, cave the, Networks. I heard of you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> seems to be mush older in uh, the Kenya's Rift Valley. Uh, I don't know why I wrote mush right there, and I also put as instead of was uh, yep. earlier, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, but a little under 11,000 square feet uh, in the main chamber, which is pretty big size mm-hmm. for. Yeah, for, for human yeah for for human occupation you know uh, it's just for people there's not we're not domesticated really anything yet I think yep. maybe the world is starting to get domesticated at this point well I mean 11,000 11, years like, you can look you, into that too the the dog the history of the dog where we are with breeding dogs yeah that'd be fascinating yeah that'd be a good one yeah. Yeah, but like 11,000 years you gotta think that they they had plenty of time to build some like intricate caves yes uh, yes pretty... and uh, um, you know and, and so you know, um, you know these caves, this, these chambers were, that, and that was just the main chamber. And so there's going to be more, right? And this is based oh, yeah. off of Ruth uh, Schuster, a, a senior editor for, uh, for archaeologist and science at uh, Harrods English Edition. Is um, it, she's the one that deduced this? She took other people's knowledge, and then she also visited herself, and she's the one that brought it together. That'd be cool know? to visit like the cave. Oh like yeah. This. Like there's oh, so yeah. where we live is we live in a mining town, and there's a lot of like cave mines. So uh, there are a lot of people around here that like to go through all like the old mine shafts in the caves mm-hmm. and actually, so I'll I give work... you, I'll give you my mine shaft. <laughs> so, but I work for, for blasting and it's weird sometimes. So we blow up a mountain and we'll blow up an area and there will be like a cave that was underneath it. And really, uh, you yeah, never told me that. And you'll see. So like, and I also, I find the drone from, so I'll like fly over the top and you'll just see like, uh, um, caves. Like it's like, like. Like these, uh, it looks like like the top of the moon. It's just like a bunch of big holes yeah, in craters. the earth because it just like yeah, it just bottoms out into these caves mm. that were there. <laughs> That's fascinating. I had no yeah. idea. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, there shows distinct changes in the, in the stone network around sixty-seven thousand years ago in the late Stone Age. Uh, stone tools at this point have gotten smaller and more intricate. Well, at the very least, uh, more advanced than the earlier tools uh, used, showing a growth in technology. And it was widely adopted by uh, early humans. And this just shows, for me, anyways, like the the persistence that humans have, anyways, and their their will of force if they can. Like we've had a lot of tools nowadays to make things a little bit more convenient, so you don't have to like spend all day digging with with a, what I assume was a rock or a stick for a while there. Uh, you know. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, these caves. You got to think like they they had to develop tools to adapt for it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like they were stopped working. Like they just humans have always just instinctively just continued to grind towards yeah. a goal that they have yeah. uh, some humans more than others yeah of course and i mean in the next part you're gonna tell that i mean we don't really talk about the tools but they had to have gotten better tools for what they're doing oh yeah which was you know forty thousand bc 
uh, ruins for mammoth high tents were discovered also in the Russian plain. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it was freaking, you know, two days ago. Um, <laughs> circ- uh, so these these uh, these tents were circular in shape. Uh, they ranged in size anywhere from eight to twenty-four square meters. Um, where there were groupings found and measures uh, anywhere from one to twenty meters apart. So they so the tents were either pretty close or not close at all. You know, depending but they, on they were the groupings. terrain that was there. Yeah, that made a big difference. Well, cause, and it's it's Russia, so I mean they're so, so big and there's so many different. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it could have been a particular area. It yeah. doesn't really say. It just said in in Russian in the Russian plane. So it, it is yeah. a particular area. Just, so you yeah. can think that yeah, I mean I'm assuming that it's a a big chunk of Russia and as we mentioned. Like Russia is is so different in so many different areas mm-hmm. because of its size. Yes. That yeah, uh, yeah I can imagine that that brings it, it to bite about yeah. why why there's the differences in, in and so, yeah in, just because if there's yeah. only a flat spot here and there where yep. you could set up tent you know why why yeah. put them right together? It's like, it's like similar to like Arizona like you see a lot of um, desert you see a yeah. lot of like lot uh, of flatlands you also see a lot of mountain ranges yeah. and then you can go up north like from where we're at right we can drive. 20 minutes north and be in the forest yeah less than that yeah 15 minutes yeah or we can go 10 minutes south and, and be roasting our balls off yeah in or the desert. we can stay where we're at and we can be coming in in the middle because we're in the mountainous desert yeah and as well this week especially it's been nice it's been a nice yeah, week it's really nice week. it's been a bad um, time it's been a rough, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a rough summer uh but russia's like that in 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 folds so uh, it's just cool to see how again humans kind of adapt to but where they're at so. yeah um, and, and so uh, they actually used the mammoth bones and, and other game bones uh, as the frame. And uh, in the center of some tents were, uh, if they're big enough, was space for a fire. And uh, the bones would often be used as fuel as well because it's kind of hard to find yeah. timber in certain areas. So it was just, you know, they'd use the bones, they'd burn up. Um, uh, and whether a tent was made by Neanderthals or humans, uh, there was thousands of years be- uh between different builds so it's you know uh they they've been doing it for a long time they're also it's hard to distinguish too for archaeologists and for scientists it's because it's so long ago it's so long ago yeah. and then Car- well, yeah. carbon dating is only accurate up to like thirty thousand years and then there's yeah. another type of uh, of dating that's accurate up to like 60 or seventy thousand years so yeah. but even still know. it's like it, being able to find these things one and then and then they find things that like can contradict what they believed mm-hmm. uh, so I mean, it's just impressive, actually, to yeah. see what they can come up with. And a lot of it is, is, is taking very, very, very educated guests. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it, yeah. You know, it's, it's not like you're just taking a shot in the dark. It's like, this is my most accurate guess based on all this time, tons of information that I have. Yep. So let's go, like, let's fast forward to, like, a much more recent time, like, really close to where we're at. So, like, 18,000 to 14,000 BC. Yeah, somewhere in that range. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere, somewhere really close to us. Somewhere in there. What, yeah. what happened then? That mammoth dome. Oh, mammoths got, got gave yeah. dome. Mammoth dome huts. Oh, they gave dome in the hut. Yeah, I mean, I only imagine the mammoth in the hut. Oh, it was like a mammoth-sized dome, right in that hut. That's right. Um, <laughs> so this would be the first housing structure, right, that the humans made, and the first dwelling outside of the caves uh, humans used. Uh, you know, shy of the 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 tent, but this is like an actual like a home not a tent you know yeah the early dwellings a little were more sturdy yeah and they were constructed by the upper paleolithic hunter gatherer yeah in central europe right yep. during the late pleistocene era yep. um these uh monstrosity monstrosity i can't even say that word monstrosity 
Monstrosity. Monstrosity. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. Keep going. Monstrosity. Monstros. Very super ridiculously large creatures <laughs> were used <laughs> monstrously. Large. Monstrously. I can't even say monstrously. I can't you even say. You just said like these monstrosities or these. That's what yeah, I think I was trying to say. Monstrosity. Monstrously. I, I was trying to put monstrosity and yeah. monstrously and make wanted, it one word. I wanted to see you just go work through that. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so they're I mean, these ridiculously large creatures. I mean, they, they dwarf yeah. uh, elephants, you know. Uh, I mean, people still say like mammoth-sized. Yeah. To refer to ridiculously big things yes yeah like my penis <clears throat> um were used for all sorts of stuff uh meat yep. clothing <laughs> and fat was used for uh and, and they used the fat for fuel for fire so they used everything i mean yeah they didn't you don't waste it's a it, you, we, there's a lot of hunters around here and they will tell you you uh, you find a use for you, everything you, there's a find a use for yeah um, and, uh, and where central it, and so that was where central Europe is now. Uh, they built houses out of bones. So, um, the structures ended up being a, a typically structural uh, or circular or oval structure. Uh, the walls are made of large mammoth bones stacked, uh, often shaved down, uh, to allow them to be tied together or staked into the soil. Um, the inside seemed to be, uh, made to center around a hearth. A hearth is defined as a floor, uh, uh, as the floor of the uh, fireplace or the area in front of the fire it's the symbol of the home it's the heart of the home if you will yeah it's cool um, to see them like be shaped around like their fire pits it's, it's similar yeah. to we, we talked about a little bit um we talked about the script of like whether the the igloos or yeah. like even like the the ice for ice fishing yeah how they they build it around that that's that centerpiece that fishing pit yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah that so um yeah I mean, it's smart. We don't, it makes sense. we don't really touch on the igloo here, but it's just yeah. because it doesn't. It's made out of ice. It doesn't really push towards the our, our narrative. Um, but yes, the, it is very similar that humans find a way to, um, you know, center things so that way, like especially fire because it's so valuable, yeah. and to make sure that everybody, you know, there can get as much of that warmth as possible. Yeah, and they and they call it the heart of the home because it, they it symbolism is huge through humankind as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it's it's not only does it serve a purpose because they need the warmth and they need the yeah. fire for cooking and all mm-hmm. those different things and they need a, a pit. To it's keep, just to super that. necessary. But I'm sure over time it it grew even more and more into more of a symbol. Yeah, and it, um, and it grew with lore and all that stuff because oh, yeah. humans are bored, so they're telling stories whenever yeah, yeah. it's too and cold to do anything. Fireside else. stories and all those. Mm-hmm. Yep, all those. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of these huts have been placed all around the inside, uh, filled. So so there's in these huts there's a lot of pits that were filled with bones, um, that there were like excess mammoth bones or bones from other games. Um, so it, it like it shows maybe like their bedding, uh, they would, they would use the bones to kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it doesn't really explain too much on why, but yeah, they would have a bunch of pits just full of bones. Well, just think inside. of like any like <laughs> cartoon or movie that, that shows like cavemen or, um, uh, we think about like the Flintstones or we think about, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what is that one ridiculous show that used to be on? Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, Yeah. Uh, but where there's like bone pits everywhere and there's. Yeah, like these these bone huts, Fraggle and Rock. then there's no, 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 no um, and then like they have the cars made out of bones, and yeah, <laughs> like yeah. everything is yeah, yeah. bones so and stone. It it means <laughs> in that it, it's the I don't know about no cars, but uh, yeah, the pits full of bones that was a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So around these huts, uh, there are uh, other fires. So there's not just fires inside the 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 huts. There's some. There's a lot of fires outside of the huts. 
you know, for especially if you make a smaller mammoth dome hut, they're you know it's not as big. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they they get pretty big. Um, also, there were some ashy concentrations with flint artifacts that seemed to where they uh, shitted. Uh, also known as middens, um, most of these mammoth hut settlements uh, had a shit ton, pun intended, of uh, uh, preponderance of ivory and bone tools. And I put those words in there because of the site that I used. This dude was going hard with it, and those are my two favorite words with, that he used. Middens and preponderance. Uh, I just thought it was fun because middens kind of sounds like shittens, and I loved it. Yeah. And then preponderance is just a dope ass word. <laughs> um, I'm curious, like, so the ivory, uh, so you're thinking of the tusks. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, we should do like a piano too, like when it when it translated from the ivory tusks to like piano keys. Like who thought that would be? Yeah, that would make the, the sound the that they make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I think it was more. Of, that was more of a aesthetic thing because they don't really the, the, the ivory keys don't really do the sound. It goes. It well, goes yeah, in the yeah. Back they they don't really do sound, but, but yeah. what they had, did they choose like ivory? Yeah, exactly. I think it's the the looks. I would say because it's really I mean, ivory. It's be. Although it's very sad and how they poach animals, and I I don't. I don't condone that. That's not what I'm saying here. Yeah. I'm saying it is gorgeous. Like the, the ivory is very pretty. Yeah. You know, it's just sad how it's 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 cultivated. So f- for sure, like we should just use the ones that are in existence already, since yes. there's plenty. We don't yes. need we don't need more. Yeah, we don't. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. As absolutely positively. <clears throat> okay. Um. So they, they these uh, ivory tools and bone ivory and bone tools. Uh, they would be used for butchering in, in the areas built for just out. So they would they would build like workshops and butcheries. Just, just, you know, just for those things. So they can their build tools towns. and yeah. they can build their, their dome huts. And then, yeah, exactly. It's they the were, start of like a township. Were com- yeah. There were communities. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to, you have to go together to grow together. You know, you can't get by without each other in these, especially in these harsh environments. Right, you need community. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. You've always, I mean, yeah. I mean, look at animals that, that you generally survive throughout history too. You need, yeah. com- you need community. Yeah. And they, and they have a, a term for this and it's their, their MBSs. Do you have a guess what that stands for? Uh, monstrously big socks. Monstrous boner syndrome. Mm. I can. You want to go for some more before I reveal what it is? Mumps, bruises, and scrapes. Mumps, bruises, and scrapes. I, <laughs> I don't know why mumps, but like I mean, they're having a rough in twenty twenty. Well, I mean, they're mumps. possible. Yeah, that's sure. Uh, measles. Buttholes. Shitted. Shitted. <laughs> <laughs> My big sausage. Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, mammoth bone settlement. Uh, so that's what it actually. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. That's what I heard. Okay. Okay. That's what I heard. I thought you were trying to tell me that I'm wrong. No, no, no. But no. you know, that by was the now, first thing you said, right? Yeah. I mean, like, if you don't believe us, go back and record. Go back. Just rewind yeah. back and listen to everything. And you just, just understand said. that even when I'm wrong, I'm right. Because like, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, I'm like right, like sixty-five percent of the time. So the there have been issues dating uh, uh dating these dwellings uh redating has been done on a lot of them uh but they know for sure they are older than fourteen thousand years. In fact, uh a Moldova site in uh in a Neanderthal uh Mostrian, uh occupied location on the the nearest the the River of Ukraine Diester Diester it's it's like D N I E S T E R yeah because um. Yeah, uh, because most Russian of that area is stupid. Is Russian language, <laughs> like Russian and French are the most frustrating languages to me. If you, if like uh, reading wise, 
French isn't as bad as like no. uh, Switzerland or like Sweden, well, like Scandinavian. Names. Yeah, but have you like the what's frustrating about French to me is it's the letters are the same as English, but they don't pronounce none of them the same way we do. Yeah, I mean it's that's like, what's frustrating. Well, it's about similar, French. similar like Spain, so like, like Spain French. Spanish and like Mexican Spanish are very. Different very different but pronunciation. They, but pronunciation but not like portuguese and well spanish. they say we say brazil that's how we pronounce it in, like mexican spanish and then in in it's more spain of a th it's sound. brazil yeah, yeah more of a th sound they just they they that's but that's not a huge difference but french what I'm is saying, like yeah but we can write down french and we can figure it out because no we, do we do know a little bit of french I, I could figure it out i couldn't uh but if you put down something in and in, i could pronounce finland, it but i can't, I can't from finland it. or sweden finland finland on there there's no vowels in there at all. It's just a series of constants. It's like my daughter got onto my keyboard and just like just, mashed down. Just, just mashed that bitch into, <laughs> into like submission. like 10 minutes and that's their first name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the the Dniester, the Dniester River of Ukraine are dated back to 30,000 years earlier than uh, what we were just talking about. So some, about some 44,000 years ago. Okay. So Again, let's jump... To, so forty four thousand. That's not. I mean, that's not that long. Uh, they weren't off by it much. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, thirty thousand yeah. years. Old, I'm twenty nine years old, so like I'm close. And I'm sixty nine I mean, years old. I'm approaching that. Giggity. Yeah, no, but I'm even even uh, <laughs> even closer. We're moving. We're moving closer. We're moving closer to uh, slowly to, but surely. Don't call Christ. me surely. Yeah. Um, uh, Nine thousand BC. Mud brick homes. Mud brick. Yeah. Yep. And this is. I feel like. Yeah, we're we're definitely starting to move to closer to what we're seeing today. Like yep. you see, like the concrete, or you see like uh, a different types of adhesives are a mixture of compost and and this is the brick. The Mud yep. brick is is brick. It is yep. the original brick. It is the original building block uh, shy of bones. Yep. You know, so uh, it's a mixture so of here, loam. Uh, yeah, loam is a, and so loam itself is a is a mixture of soil made mostly of clay, but may contain sand and hummus uh, are hummus. equal. They're, yeah, so equal parts, oh, sand, nice. silt, and clay, or a paste of clay, clay. and water mixed with chopper, uh, chop, chopper, chopper, chopped uh, straw, and, and possibly other materials. Sorry, I watched you One Piece, and there's a guy in there named Chopper. You are not doing as bad as we did yesterday. Yesterday, we were... Uh, Actually, you read mostly, so you did terrible. Yes, I did. T we were so we, tired and burnt. The both, both of us. We were both yes. burnt. Yes, we were okay. both tired. Because we... We, I, we have a lot going on, and we do put <laughs> a lot of work at this. And I sat for six hours <laughs> yes. just to finish this. Yeah, so this we, we didn't do it, and it was like like end of the day, like, hey, let's, let's just go over what we got. Yeah. And we were already burnt, and we were struggling. Yeah, mostly you. We, I bought a day pass of the struggle bus, dude, and I fucking rode that bad boy all day long. Yeah, and, and, then, like, this and then like you were, you saw me on the street, and you were like, hey, you want to hop in? And I was like, yep. yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so Loam, it's... Uh, so it's that mixture, and then they would uh, mix mud and sand and water in with the loam, uh, all mixed all mixed together with a binding material such as rice husk or straw, and until uh, and, and they did that from nine thousand to four thousand BC That's just uh, air drying. Uh, uh, so for four thousand BC, five thousand years, five thousand years of air drying <laughs> bricks just <laughs> waiting. God, Jesus! You know how much they probably waited that five thousand years so, to build two houses. So in nine thousand <laughs> in nine thousand BC, you're like the ingenuity here is super cool. In eight thousand yes. BC, you're like, yeah, it's cool, but I think we could think of something else. Yeah. Seven thousand BC, you're like, this shit's getting old. Six thousand BC, 
Yeah, I mean, at least we have this. We're working on other things. Yeah, we yeah. got two houses built. Yeah. We're working on a third house. 5,000 BC? Seriously, can somebody think of something other than... <laughs> and then 4,000 BC is like, homies, I got you. Yeah. And they built a kiln. Okay, so kiln is is a mud brick uh, made stove. So they, they structured it into a stove and they put a fire in it. Yeah. And then they were able to roast their bricks. And so it happened like... Almost took them... Oh, just 5,000 years, that's it. Yeah, just, and yeah. It, but it but it reduced their, their building time by a lot. <laughs> oh, and yeah, it increased the strength and the durability like of who, the bricks. How, how did it take humans 5,000 years to think, you know, instead of sitting this out in the sun, depending on weather and, and all these different things and, and being uh, just slave to the fact of mother nature and how long these things take to, yeah eh, maybe we just like that fire in there yeah maybe we can use that fire to dry them out yeah but then, then somebody 5, and, years. Then, and then and then their homie was like but like how is that gonna trap the heat so that way the brook gets cooked and they're like and then a the third dude's like you know i'm working on this crazy idea I thought I was insane, but you guys saying that right now, we should try it. And they put their little mind and their penises together and they made it work. No, I think what happened was, is that around like the 6,000 BC mark, mm-hmm. somebody had the idea and they stoned him because they thought he was talking nonsense. Yeah, he, he thought he was idiot. a witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not a witch, but probably their <laughs> version of... thought he was of, an idiot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone with like some sort of, uh, that was been a human's Ever. downfall for a long time. Yeah. 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 I mean, last episode we talked about Morris, the <laughs> Congress turned him down right away. Yeah. One of their the most cool, cool breeze, man. The cool breeze. Um, they called so, him the breeze. <laughs> they, they, he was. They, they, they sent him out like the breeze too. Uh, close that damn window. Um, <laughs> so uh, most regions used the the sun to to dry bricks if fire w- fuel was scarce. So they still did. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's okay to be like a second I said, option. I, said, I put scarces. So fire fuel was scarces. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was the fire brick stove. Would work really well if they had the fuel to, fi- to burn the, the the. Yeah, but at least it like it, it had another option. It, yes. it take, took five five thousand years. But Man, I can't wait five thousand years. Yeah. How many generations had to pass before? It, and, and in fact, um, uh, it wasn't uncommon for brick makers to layer fire roasted and sun dried bricks together. Uh, uh, even stucco was used to help keep the bricks together, and this is like an early form of stucco, which is made from lime, sand, and water. Um, the city of Jericho uh, are the oldest mud brick ruins. Um, so yeah, they and they did that when they built Jericho. They did it layers of it, and, yeah. and and so Jericho, if you don't know, is in Palestine. Is a Palestinian city in the West Bank. It's located in the Jordan Valley, west of the Jordan River, and east of Jerusalem. So if you ever go there, yeah, you will cool. see the ruins. Cool, cool visit during yeah. uh, during different times during. of of our during different times. Yeah, because I mean it's not always. <laughs> pleasant in palestine uh, but you know what? I, th- I think i'm curious i'm curious anyways if so like the mud brick if you the fire pit one right the fire roasted one mm-hmm. or the sundered ones had a different color to them mm-hmm. and so they were used as like almost like an aesthetic thing why they did both of them or they believe that the combination of them both helped create like a better um foundation yeah i'm so i'm curious i mean yeah i mean uh, yeah or yeah no no yeah I, 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 I know I just out of curiosity know, we're, yeah. we're naturally curious as yeah, you know yeah, 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 that's yeah. why we're here yeah. and uh, <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and jump another so let's say we'll jump from 4,000 because that's kind of where we were at with with the kiln um, uh, let's jump uh, 35,000 years ahead and go to 500 BC which means that they're almost to the point of a good idea because they still need another like what 1,500 years yeah. Before they can finally get their shit together. Yeah. 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 But I mean, fucking we start kids, to, man. Fucking we start kids. to become more rapidly kids, evolving. Man. They take, yeah. Fucking kids. They take forever. 
Yeah. You try to lead him the way. You try to show him the way. It takes him five thousand years to figure out. It, maybe to the me, it's as good to as me the, is the older. I think it's, to me the older people are the ones that are holding back the younger people. Yeah, I mean, I feel like kids and because old people, as the older people die, the older humans die, the, like, the younger ones start to do shit faster. Well, from like twenty-five to like forty years old, you really hit your stride. The fifty-year-olds are. I'm gonna agree with this. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with this. I'm finally in the club. Well, I've been for a year. Yeah. I just hope we make some people mad. If you would have, if you would have said twenty-four, I'd have been. Or if you just said twenty-five <laughs> or like twenty-seven, I'd have been like, "Fuck you!" But you know, you I, hope, it, so. I hope Dad hears this part, and I hope. Uh, I'm gonna tell him later, anyways. They're yeah, like, they're over the yeah, hill. Only way, only from people from like 25 to 40 know what they're talking about. Yeah, and everybody just else see him. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways, yeah. Um. <laughs> until you turn 5,000, obviously, and then you're yeah. like, and then you're like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do it that way. Yeah, totally, yeah. T- t- totally. <laughs> hey, Dante, Jack, you suck. Um, so <laughs> 500 BC, the Domus and Insula houses. Were used by, uh, you guessed it, who is it by? The Romans. Go ahead. Yeah, Insula means island, and for some Romans, it would, would be like one. It would it'd be like their own little private island. The high-rise apartments, yeah. yeah. But uh, often, for most of them, it wouldn't. Uh, so this was their, uh, uh, this is the ancient world. The, the, this would be like the high-rise apartments, often the, the plebes, the lower and middle class. Uh, this is where they would stay in like this is the first like multi complex you know for people yeah. to house multiple people and, but some people would have or... like the top layer and they'd be yeah. like they'd be on their own little island chilling but that doesn't yeah. happen too often you know well it, it makes happen. sense that the Roman Empire would be like the first to do this considering it was like the first like big yeah um, empire yeah. of its kind like yeah it would yeah. be larger than the Mesopotamia larger than you know there's yeah. just so many more people yeah and you um, start having an influx of people to centered towards Rome yeah. in um, and then there was the domus, which was made for the upper class. It had an atrium, generally a square or rectangular area. Uh, the entrance passageway to these homes were called the prothyrium. prothyrium. Uh, inside the atrium and the peristyle, uh, which peristyle is just a fancy court or porch with, with fancy architecture. It's just like a really stupid, nice, In a fancy place. With yeah. Fancy feast. So people can like stand out and like watch Break the plebes walk by and be like feast. drinking wine. And no, this is not. Oh, nope. Okay. Um, and they could be drinking wine and like looking down on everybody, you know, from their, their really yeah, the, lavish the peristyle. would be like looking down. You know where we would be fitting all that, dude? We'd be up there on the middle of the, the plebes with the. Yeah, we would the be the police. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we'd be in the apartment complex. Would not be the domus. Actually, I think we would just go join the Roman Legionary and the Centurions. Because we'd be much larger than anybody else there. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We would be, we so. would be uh, ginormous. We would be, what was that, Brad? Monstrous? Mon- Monstrosilius. <laughs> what is that? So, uh, so inside the atrium of the peristyle was the tablium. Tablin, tablinum, tablinum, yeah, or open living air, room area that ha- had a curtain. So that's the yeah, that's where the the peristyle, you know, and so right inside the yeah. peristyle was the living room that had that curtain that closed the peristyle off, uh, so that they can close off to public view because like they, they literally had it because that's where the streets were right, and yeah. they would just open up their their curtains and they would step onto the peristyle and then there'd be all these people walking by that were not rich necessarily. Plus, if you know the Romans, uh, they definitely needed their privacy for some of the things that were going on. But yeah, because uh, they were. Yeah, we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> okay, then I'll stop. Um, so there's, there's always. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. The Fauci's. 
the Fauci's the Fauci's the Fauci's position to the side of the tablinum to allow people to easily get to the peristyle. Peristyle is just a cool name. It is kind of a cool name. There was a reception room. Perry from from Phineas and Ferb. Perry, Perry the style. Or Percival Cox. There was a reception room. The Oceus? Oceus. Oceus. Okay. Uh, bedrooms, the uh, cubiculi? Cubiculi? Cubiculi. Okay. I'm getting better at that the one. Cubiculi reminds me of like Hawaiian word more than it does with Roman. And I would Roman. be uh, Italian word. reaching on a, a ledge a little bit here. I, I think the cubiculi would be more of a, like a cubicle. That's where like a cubicle gets. Probably, so, so it's, it's like, a, it's like yeah. it comes from Latin, right? Yeah. So it's like its, it's own a separated word. room. Yeah. Away from everyone else to give you a little bit more, again, privacy. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a Latin word, so it makes yeah. sense. And, um, and then and a dining room, the... Uh, T R C L I N I A I. Yeah. 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 Fuck <laughs> um, And each had to be the ability to be uh, regulated according to the season. So they they yeah, they just use nice, curtains yeah. and all that stuff to like adjust them so the to first where they needed to be. Beginning of like temp regulations and all those different mm-hmm. things, and that'd be something we'll talk about a little bit more. And it, that's more two. just yep. really smart architecture and engineering yep. than it is like actual technology. You know. Um, uh, Domus could uh, be possible uh, possibly have their stair rooms that encircle the atrium and the peristyle. Um, to me, this is the first step towards the homes we see today. So this is like yeah, it started to build an actual like what a home looks like. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know they would have stairs that go up, and there would be rooms up up top too. They wouldn't be just downstairs. And so yeah, the the, the stairs would encircle the atrium and the peristyle, so they'd be up above, and you can kind of come out of your room and you can see uh, the the atrium and the peristyle. The atrium was just like a courtyard in the middle of the house. Yeah. Which would be like the modern day living room now. Yep, I see him. I see him. Right, little fucker. Okay, now we're going to take our our, <laughs> our, uh, our biggest jump yet from 5000 BC to 48 to 4200 BC. So 500 BC, not 5000, sorry. Yeah, this is the coolest one. Yeah, so 500 BC to 48 to 42,000 BC. So the first description of a yurt. Which Justin was pretty excited about when I mentioned it. You ever read it? Yurt, 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 yurt. Yurt, Recorded. So Herodotus, you guys don't know who Herodotus is. He is of Helecra Nassaeus. He's a Greek. Helecronisis. Thank you. He's a Greek known as the father of history. Herodotus, yeah. If you're a history buff, you know exactly. Herodotus, yeah, he's awesome. He did a lot for us. Um, as far as record keeping, I think that's why the record keeping is better from now on. Is he has a lot to yeah, do with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Herodotus was like a pioneer. That's why he's known as the father's history. Yes, exactly. He was, he was a pioneer as far as like yeah. Um, so uh, he he did a description of the tents, uh, the the yurt tent, uh, um, where they that it was uh, a dwelling place uh, for the uh, Scythians. Scythians. Yep. Uh, they're a nomadic horse-riding nation who lived on the northern Black Sea and Central Asia from around 600 to 300, uh, 600 BC to 380. So they, for a while, uh, the yurt was a round framed structure made of wood with wooden doors or a flap made of what was wrapped around the rest of the tent, which is hide. Um, so yeah, they, they used hide. Later, it became more, uh, uh, you know, they used like more like actual cloth and and went away from hide. But that's. That's not what we're doing here. So I would think too, like yurt would be similar to like a TP or a wigwam. Um, it would be, yep. yeah, it would be definitely TP would be pretty, pretty close. Yeah, two hundred um, BC though, uh, the stilt house. And this, to me, whenever he first said it to to me, I was thinking of 
series of misfortunate events or unfortunate events with Jim Carrey, the movie, whenever they go out to that house and it's like hanging off the, the side of a mountain above the water, mm-hmm. there's these long pieces of wood that go up to hold it above the water. Yeah, and that's not what it is. It's kind of <laughs> the same idea, I guess. My mind just um, went there. So, so it's, it was, do you know those, those houses uh, that you'd see that like they're really like haphazardly made looking? You know, they look like these, these old docks with houses on them that were kind of out in the middle of the water on their own uh, with like these giant posts coming up out of the water holding the houses up. Um, so that's what a stilt house is. And, and they were typically 10 to 12 feet off the ground to allow for high tide to avoid flooding and water damage. Um, these houses were typically made from bamboo or other water-resistant woods and reinforced with deck boards and, and sometimes concrete. Think about your like ideal tropical vacation and think about like like uh, like Bali or... Uh, you can even talk yeah. about like Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Talk about like off the coast of something, and you see like those those houses out where people are like diving off or fishing off of. Um, yeah. yeah, those are that's what a stilt it's, house is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they're not really they're, they can be attached, but they're not typically attached to to land at all. Yeah, no, they're um, they're, 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 the they're yeah. their own thing. Yeah. So uh, these towns are these homes, like we were saying, are found all over the world, like literally everywhere. Um, anywhere that there's any sort of water that's inhabitable whatsoever, you can find a stilt house. And uh, I think it's just for fish. It just makes the convenience of fishing so much easier. Um, and, uh, yeah, so so after this, though, um, are you done talking about stilt houses? Uh, I was going to say uh, it's it's because of the fact that they're all over the world and they're built in the water. It's hard to judge uh, where this the first stilt house home was built. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you can't, you can't really determine yeah, yeah. because of just, just the, say that. the eroding and all the, the algae and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the plankton. Yeah. I was just going to say that. You could have stopped me anything. SpongeBob and Squidward. Patrick. Sandy cheeks. Anyways, we're going to take a break right here. So I can't wait to see. Yeah, yeah just keep talking while I'm pressing record. I didn't know that you're going to press that. Yeah, no, whatever. You just do whatever you want. I do. No, I want to cry. Well, you know what time it is? It's time for the second edition of Figure That Shit Out, Brandon. Son of a bitch. We need like streamers or like a... When that happens. I need it stab myself when that happens mm-hmm. okay so i have a uh so i have three i could possibly stretch it to four so facts. i'm not going to talk about what happened last week yeah well, i mean for sure you were wrong but people already knew that like they, they could have yeah. known that just before the even episode even started we're just gonna get into it aren't we yep son of a bitch let's just do this let's get okay. this over. well what's the punishment for this one um i think we're gonna have uh a loser has to have peanut butter licked off their toes. And I, I think I think we should do the punishments like all at once. Like maybe every five episodes or something like that. Yeah, we can do that. Because we're we just couldn't get to this punishment. There's just no time. Yeah. I mean like, like I now would we I wouldn't time. mind smashing an egg in your hair and having peanut butter who's licking the peanut butter off the toes? The dog. <sighs> Poor dog. It's pretty harmless. I'll wash my feet beforehand. I just had respect. <laughs> Just out of respect. I, I don't want to be animal cruelty. It's just... <laughs> Anyways, okay. Not, I hate so, my feet being touched, so, it, so this would be a terrible punishment for me, and I don't know why I came up with it. Yeah. Uh, I let you come up with the punishment, so... I'm um, too good at it, and I always get them. Yeah. Well... So, so this... So, okay, anyway. So, this one, I, if you want to... I'm thinking about stretching it to four, because I, I talked about the one of them with you the other day. Don't know how much you remembered of it, but I did talk to you about it the other day. I did do... I, Shit ton of research, and I work yep. like 50 hours this week at work, so 
Yep. Um, probably good chats. I don't know. Okay. So these are going to be house related. Maybe not necessarily the history of homes, but just like little uh, interesting aspects of the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, the first fact that I'm going to throw at you, if you got to figure this shit out, is in in America we're known as having our own private lands and not letting anyone near them. We have signs to say "Beware of dog." Our owner has a gun or no trespassing. Trespass will be shot. All those different things. We don't like people coming onto our spots in, in America. It's I not like the case. To, I like to come on their spots as well. <laughs> this is not the case all over the world. Okay, this is this is a uh, I wouldn't say unique to America, but the the rest of the world isn't as um, possessive as Americans. So if you go to Scotland, where our Scotland Yard, yeah, where we kind of originate, the Scotland Highlands, uh, our grand, they have. Um, they have open land rights or free to roam rights where you can kind of roam wherever you want to. And it's become a tradition in Scotland that the landowners will build these little homes co- known as bothels. And like, in those bothels... Like, like prostitutes? No, it's just, a, it's just a bed and like a stove. So not a brothel? Um, it a... took them about five years, 5,000 years to build the stove. So it's not a brothel? No, it's a, called a bothel. Oh. No R. Oh. Bothel. Oh. And... Uh, they, they build these and they maintain them. The landowners actually build them and maintain them as a tradition. And people will roam these lands and they will stay in them and uh, as, as much time as they need as they're just traveling. People just travel all over the Scotland Highlands for, I guess. I mean, they're beautiful. That. So yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, so they're beautiful. So if you like want to go hike through through uh, the UK, the United Kingdom, and you go through Scotland, they're, they're, they're bothel all over the place for you to just kind of chill in. Like they, they maintain them there. All that stuff that you need. Everything you sure. need for the night. Yeah. I mean, they don't want you like hold up there for like a year. Yeah, but, but you spend like a week there. there yeah. And then you dip yeah. out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's fact number one. Okay. Fact number two. We're going to do another America slash UK type thing. The White House was not developed and built by an American architect. The architect, in fact, was from Ireland. So he moved over to America, ended up in Philadelphia, and he ended up kind of being lucky and, and, and lucky into building the White House. Okay. Okay. Fact number three. <gasps> Good. <laughs> okay. I almost like letting... Random, you... random homes in Scotland, Irish dude... The architect of the White House. I almost like letting you just toil in your own misery. <clears throat> yeah, I wish we'd just get on with the next uh, fact. It's yep. probably horseshit. Yep. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe. There's 25% chance. Yeah. Uh, so, mansions, the first ever mansion was built in. Any guesses? My penis. actually built in Spain. España. And it's a derivative of a Spanish word of mansio. That's where Spanish comes from. And it means a, a staying, a reminder, a night quarter. Uh, right? So that's, that's kind of uh, to remain is what manure, mansio, to remain their dwelling and just became known as like a large dwelling and that's where it originated there in Spain. Okay. Do you want Do you want a fourth fact, or are we just gonna? 
So one of those is already bullshit? Maybe. Well, I think you gave yourself away by saying, do you want the fourth fact? Yeah. I mean, well, they're, they're, so... I mean, all, all three of them can't be real because that defeats the purpose of the segment. But as we talked about in the last one, I, mean, I can do what I want. Yeah, the fourth fact, it is a real fact, uh, but I just thought it was kind of cool. Uh, the ancient Greeks would actually use asbestos. They, they liked asbestos. They, they understood its ability to uh, resist heat, keep them warm. They also started to create little cracks to create circulation of air there. So what does it mean by the fact? Well, that's probably why they're all dead now. Mm. Had our time. It, whatever came first. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to let you guys think about that, and I'm going to let you think about that. you got to figure that shit out, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Anyways, back to the show, Brandon. Okay, let's just go ahead and head over to the 80s. You know what? I, I don't feel... So I don't feel as confident this time around, guys, about the fact. I feel like I put some work into the fact, but I feel like I talked about it too much with Brandon earlier. And I may have given myself up, so I'm not feeling confident this well, week. Well, I'm going to say there's a solid 50-50 chance. 50-50 chance. 50-50 chance that I'm going to I'm gonna nail it. Yeah, you're terrible. Let's talk. stop talking Still to the BCs, dude. Can you, like, just come into the friggin' I already said, ADs already, to, brother? I already said that. I mean, you just get to sit there forever said, just be because your that. name starts with a B. You want to talk about BCs all the time. Yeah, big cocks. All it is. Um. <laughs> Let's talk about average dicks now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That. I was just going to say that. No, that like split hog. Um, <laughs> so we're we're back in the fifty year old average dick era, and uh, so it's the first century. Yeah. Uh, so AD. the Romans, yes, the Romans again built an early uh, form of the uh, timber frame house, and. Uh, through archaeological excavations of a site that was buried under the volcanic ash of Mount Vesuvius, which erupted in 79, average dick. Uh, the house of Opus Crotisium? Craticum? Craticum? I think Craticum would be. Craticum. Uh, they usually, this, the... Craticum? Mm, yeah. At so, uh, Herculaneum. Herculaneum uh, was discovered and is, to this day, the oldest timber frame house found. So there could be older ones, we don't know. Probably is, I would guess, but yeah. that was just preserved. And also, so. man, we're big history buffs. Uh, we're going to keep interrupting uh, all the time throughout these timelines. But to look up the history of like Mount Vesuvius and then like Pompeii hmm. and then like all the things that have been preserved under volcanic ash, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Pretty, well, it's, pretty it's, just, cool. it's just volcanic soil and ash. Just yep. so... And it just sits there and then they like dig it up later. Yeah. Um, it's like you can go to the history of like Crete and how it was just kind of like buried forever yeah. and like to see what they had in there and yeah. what changed. I mean, that's where the Iliad and the Odyssey came from yeah. and by far one of the most difficult books that I've ever read. Yep. And then you think, I think we're going to talk, yeah, because you have the, uh, well, it's crazy because you have, what is it called? The, um, the, the two tablets. It's the... Tablet of Raw and the Rosetta Stone. Yep, exactly. Oh, no, I <laughs> no, uh, I can't. I think I can't think of it right now. But anyways, they only they only translated like half of one. Yeah, the Ten Commandments, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so like we get the Iliad and the Odyssey, but we like there's so many more stories for, and they presume it's Homer. There's not even like guarantee that it yeah. is Homer. Uh, but like when we go to like the plumbing side of things and like Homer toilets, Simpson. they had flush toilets in Crete, and it was buried forever. Like they don't even know 
yeah. Yeah, no, they, they're, it's, they're, it's, it's they're, they're, incredible. The plumbing irrigation systems were, were yeah, it's highly incredible. advanced for the time. Yeah, they had female um, uh, goddesses. They had uh, female athletes. They had like their first version of the Olympics before the Olympics. Like it's yeah, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, all, sorry so, for that detour. No, I I enjoyed <laughs> it, but I'm I'm sure that other people hate your voice. Um, so although <laughs> you can find old timber frame houses <laughs> in the parts <laughs> of Europe later and in parts of Russia, the style of building uh, died out in the U.S. somewhere in the 16th century. Uh, this style of home was built with mostly oak wood. Uh, that was made into posts that were staked in the ground and connected with tenon and vortice joints. Uh, that's where you cut or shave a hole in the end of one post, the tenon, and shave down the other end of the piece of wood so it would fit inside the hole. <laughs> Giggity. Um, and that's the mortise. Uh, these joints were held together by wooden pins. And, and you'll still find something similar with, oh. like, uh, Ikea furniture. The furniture, like, yeah, the children's mm-hmm. furniture. Like, we have, my daughter has a little, like, uh, desk and chairs. They do some similar things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is, this is cool because this is, like, the first to start to frame homes. Yeah. So, and, and that's exactly what you do and, nowadays. And, and later we're going to learn about how they actually kind of dug a hole and they lined it with rocks. And they would put the, they would lay the wood frames in that and then bury it. And that would hold the, the frame together. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they got, they, they got more advanced with it, but that was the very first yeah. of the, of the, I would say the most modern version of what the home's going to be. Yep. Thank you Romans for, I mean, they do it being, again. Yeah. yeah. Being sexual deviants. Um, so let's go all the way. I mean, there's, there's stuff that happened in between this time, but nothing really significant for our, our purposes. Yep. So, uh, 10th century. We're going to skip 5,000 years to discover the stove. Yeah. Um, that was earlier. Anyways, the caravan Sarai uh, was used in, I think it's Sari, I think it's pronounced caravan Sari, uh, was used in the Middle East mostly, but in parts of North Africa and Central Asia. Also, these buildings, it's like really sandy, dooney areas. You know, talk about Sahara Desert, sandy, like very near piece of crap. Um, <clears throat> and this building, for <laughs> they use this building to shelter caravans and other travelers. Uh, these type buildings were usually found outside the walls of towns and villages. Um, they, so it's a four sided building. It was enclosed by a massive wall and that, and, and it, in the mat. It, and so in this wall, there's tiny windows towards the top and a few holes, uh, at the bottom just for ventilation. And, uh, but they had to be really narrow. So that way, not a whole lot of sand got through them. You know, um, the heavy, uh, doored gateway, which, uh, were big enough to allow, uh, loaded camels in was the, the only, uh, entrance and exit. So there's just one really big ass door. It's almost like a warehouse. It's what it feels like. It's it, it's probably like, yeah. It's probably very similar to akin to. I would say akin or, to. Or like a shop. Yeah, like if mm-hmm. somebody with like the, the pull up doors. It's really enclosed. Not a whole lot of uh, see to the outside world unless you open up that big mm-hmm. the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would so, like that. Uh, yeah. So this this door was uh, secured from the inside by big iron chains that were pulled across during the night or during like haboobs. Um, which is just a fun word to say, but they're probably not fun to be just in. Giant, giant sandstorms. Yeah, yeah. In here sometimes. So um, we don't get them that big, though. No, not like in the Middle East for sure. Yeah, but we like do. That. We do get them here. In uh, yeah, every now and again during monsoon, we do get a, a pretty big kaboom. We, we call them call them dust devils here. Um, mm, those are different. Those mm, are like like baby tornadoes. But that's about like that's the worst anything. I've seen. I mean, I, well, I've been in a pretty bad uh, sandstorm. I've been in a pretty bad sandstorm. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. It has been a while since I've been stuck on one. So I forget about them. 
Um, but anyways, so the stones uh, and cement made up the walls materials. Um, but we, we like we, cement came up before. We're not gonna do it in this episode. We're gonna use it for for episode or for part two. Um, so episode three because it's just cement's history is insane. Um, yeah. So we're yeah, just gonna go. Cement just gets kind of cool to just dive into yeah. you know i don't know if people realize how important cement is to their their lives oh cement is incredible it's it's really incredible and it's a very long tailed stellar so we're gonna do the important parts of cement yeah. in in the next episode yeah. um, the castle though the castle was originally built to protect, protect all yeah. my hopes and dreams yep. and unfortunately that castle was made of paper mache and was destroyed for the first time uh it rained um so the castle was built in reality in uh normandy to protect the royal family and it was made out of moat and bailey and uh was basically just a hill that was uh with land excavated to form a ditch and this ditch was filled with water yes the moat bitches so this was the moat came in place unfortunately you've been looking forward to that that line i really have been and i would i really looked hard <laughs> and hard and harder uh it was very hard Super while i was hard. looking um, but I was I was really looking like deep took a deep dive and looked for to see if there was crocodiles that ever were put in them because it's usually seen movies and stuff or sharks with laser beams. None of that. None mm. of that happened. Yeah, I I don't yeah. believe you. I wish I wish that it was true that you shouldn't believe me, but it's you should. It's mm. I really looked hard. It was very hard <laughs> while I looked. Um, so uh, th this tower, however, uh, these towers, however, uh, did have princesses in them and they were guarded by dragons. Uh, but uh, the, those modes had boiling lava in them. See Shrek. Uh, obviously, that's not true. There were no castles built over lava. Uh, they wouldn't last. The drag well, the dragons did protect yeah. uh, towers that were on top of uh, the the mound made of wooden palisades around yeah. it, uh, which is the wooden fence or stakes, iron railings, and stakes in the ground. I've been looking forward to this joke, Justin, for a long time. You're not gonna steal it from me, all right? Yeah. Well, I was just gonna disagree with you because yeah, jokes, dragons. Yeah, for sure, we used during this time. Yeah, uh, so castles evolved, but castles did evolve to the point where uh, dragons uh, were no longer needed. Mostly put because, as far as we can tell, uh, they never existed. So what you just said was bullshit. Um, I, uh, okay. Castles, <laughs> castles were built all around Europe and the Middle East and parts of the Far East. Uh, the more common, uh, commonly known castles uh, were made of a combination of stone, brick, timber, lead, iron, and tin. Uh, this made it very difficult to be overtaken during war times. Even, even like, uh, I think it was like, God, five, six hundred years after they, the first castle, or, or the more commonly known castle was built, yep. they started using siege weapons like catapults and stuff. They could hardly touch them. Yeah, unless you bring your Trojan condoms horse with you. Anyways, what I was going to say about the dragon before I was rudely interrupted. The dragon eats balls, crush for me. <laughs> Anyways, it's funny, like, growing up, like, uh, you hear about, like, the, the evil kings that, like, put their princesses in this high tower uh, above these these moats of lava and dragons, right? Like, as we talked about. Um, and you're like, what is it? That, I mean, they're, they're evil, right? They, they're bad parents and all those different things. Uh, now that I have a, a daughter of my own, I get it. Yeah, and now that I have a son uh, of my own, I hope he takes down some dragons. It'd be dope. Mm -hmm. You get all the pr princess snatch you want. It'd be pretty dope if your nephew came home and it's like uncle I killed a dragon and now a, dragon. a princess is I killed one slayed it is better yeah I agree so my, my son my, Milo Milo came over to you uncle Bunce I slayed a dragon and now a princess is my wife what would you say that's what's up that's what's up 
But what if what if your your niece came home and was like, Uncle Brandon, I slayed a dragon. Now I got this prince. Now we're balling. I would say that's what's up. 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 It's just gangster. Anybody slays a dragon. Mm-hmm. You're, I feel you're... like Scarlet and Milo would go slay a dragon together. They'd yeah. be that type. Yeah. 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 yeah like like uh, uh, <laughs> Scarlet would be like use sagecraft, and and Milo would be a warrior. Milo definitely is the bruiser of the group. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And, then, and, and, and 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 then his little brother, it's hard to tell, but I feel like yeah. uh, uh, Noah would be the, the tank. Just the calm, collected, but he just just bulldoze everything. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And Milo would just be a paladin. Milo's here to party. Yeah. And he's like, you know he'd, what? He'd be for sure the paladin. He'd be like, Dragon, let's do this. And Scarlet would be like, wait, 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 wait. Let me set up some force spells. Right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got to set up we gotta set some for a second. We got we to we get a plan. Like, she'd be yeah. definitely the sage. And and, yeah. and and Milo would definitely be the paladin. And then yeah. Noah would be just the tank, just ready to bulldoze. Just yeah. Scarlet would say, all right, Noah, go in first. Knock down that wall. And he'd be like, cool. Yeah. Knock it down. It's done. <laughs> Milo would be like, yeah, let's do this. So the berserker. He'd be the berserker. Yeah. <laughs> Milo, man, he, cra- oh, he cracks me up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> Uncle a, Buns. He's a... He's yep. a spitfire. Yep. Um, uh, the 11th century, though, they have the corn of the cob and the clob of the cob. No, it's called the claw, the cob. It is called the cob, but nothing to do um, with corn. But I like, I like well, corn I mean, for sure. I mean, they do, they do sometimes put um, like uh, uh, the corn husks into the materials. You can take away my my corn. You made a little bit of chili. Oh, some elote. You're gonna bring that up right now. Elote sounds so good. It's so so good. The second I hear corn of the cob, elote. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if you've never had elote, you need to hook that up. You need to hook it up. Yeah, you're not living your life to the fullest. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, so you know, you treat yourself. But uh, yeah. so, so they call it clom in Welsh. C o l c l o m. Um. So it's yeah, cob c o b or c o b b. Sometimes they do the double b. Um. So the cob house was primarily made of subsoil. Uh. Just as the name implies, it is a soil that is found in layer uh, beneath the topsoil. It's composed of a myriad of small particles, such as sand, silt, clay, with less organic matter and hummus than the top uh, uh, soil. I want you Um, to say hummus. Hummus. Thank you. Um, So uh, the subsoil would be mixed with uh, water, uh, fibrous organic material, usually straw, uh, and sometimes lime was mixed in to make the the main building material. It's similar to like going back to when like they made the first brick. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. It's it's very akin to. Um, I think they it's just like a little more refined yeah. version of it. Yeah. Um, because I mean, it, it was um, uh, it, it, it the consistency of the subsoil wasn't just right. They were able to use sand and or clay to modify it, so they, they just fall apart. They would have they have a very specific recipe, and they were able to figure it out. Figure yeah. it. Um, so although it was extremely laborious to to make these the materials and, and um. And I, I love just like build the homes. <laughs> build the homes. He gets very upset. You can't see his face, but he, yeah, his eyes shoot towards me and then back to what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so although the, it was extremely laborious, laborious, uh, laboratorious uh, to make the materials uh, and wouldn't damage it, the the ability to sculpt it into artistic shapes. Before it set was uh, was also plus it was like it was really unmatched so it was like it was also like fireproof 
and and most earthquakes wouldn't even touch it like it wouldn't do anything yeah. to it be, because of this so it, yeah it takes a long time but they're able to sculpt it in anything they and want also, yeah, and also yeah then you can get the, the aesthetic super... part of it more of the architectural side yeah um, that's why we like we so we were going to talk about like uh, gothic style home uh, buildings uh, cathedrals all those different things but we, we kind of took them out because they don't really build towards it's all what, architectural. a house it's more yeah so you like we're talking about it like it's more of the artistic side of it when we're talking about more of like the science yeah. side of it and like the bones of a home. Yeah, and then um, we're talking about how we got here. Like, yeah. how do we get this house? Looks aren't as important. We'll touch on them when they are important. So yeah, we'll probably do like grew gothic. No, gothic's pretty cool. Yeah, no, the, the, they are I gorgeous. Really, I really, I really, really like do Rome love. Yeah, yeah, like the beautiful architecture. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about. Yeah, it. the so. wider walls with the with the 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 towers with more terraces around it. Yep. So yeah, that, yeah, that's really that's cool. what we're gonna touch on in the 12th century. But we're gonna skip ahead to the uh, 15th century. Yeah, the 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 Vardu. So the Vardo was a wagon uh, pulled by a horse or mule. It was uh, made of wood and had two wide wood axles with large wooden wheels uh, in the back and slightly smaller wooden wheels in the front. This is the wagon that would become closely associated with the gypsies. Yeah. So I bring this up because of uh, mobile homes. Uh, this will be kind of the original mobile home. Like, um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, you know, I just want to touch on that real quick. Uh, we can just go ahead and move on into the 16th century. Yeah, because you could, you could live in a, in a home that's actually pulled now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 16th century, the colonial home. Uh, it's the most common home in the U.S. now, as you kind of see. And this is the colonial era, so that's a, that's where the name comes from uh, in the U.S., especially in the eastern part of the United States. It is cool to see, like we've both been to the East Coast, mm -hmm. like the difference in style of homes. It's it's, it's yeah. too. You can tell that one was built a lot. Yeah. Well, their histories are older. Are yeah, it's a lot older. And yes. how how they're just shaped. Yes. Right. Because the, the Western expansion more, is more spread out, and then East when you get it's some, kind of more. You also get like some Native American influences. You get some uh, Spanish influence, influences. Yeah, Spanish French. Influences. French yep. is you go kind of West, and then it becomes more Spanish. Yeah, and, and then it's just it's really colonial English style. Mm -hmm. out in the east yeah, yeah the adobe, so. like the adobe house we don't really touch on because it's it's kind of been that 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 mud the mud style homes have been covered yeah, quite there, a bit some but it's its own it's its own it's, it's worth looking at if you if don't you, know what they look yeah. like yeah i'm yeah, sure most adobe homes do, are yeah. absolutely look up just look up spanish homes man they're gorgeous yeah, yeah and there's so many different style of homes again mm -hmm. that we're not going to necessarily touch on here because it's more of the artistic side yes. and just the aesthetically pleasing yes because uh, there are some some really cool ones that me and brandon are very very yes. fond of uh, but this is the colonial home in the eastern United States, but mostly it's the square or rectangular style home uh, with a centered front door. I'm yeah. sure you've, you've seen it. Um, if it's the second you see a colonial style home, you're like, okay, yeah, I've seen those all over the place yeah, in every okay. movie and every show yeah. ever. Uh, if you live in the U.S., most homes here will have this look. I'm not gonna go. We're not gonna go too, too deep into it again. No. Uh, yeah. For it's basically broken down on part two a little bit more. Um, so, so we'll touch on it a bit here so we can get an idea of the earliest version of this style of home, uh, whether stone or wood uh, was the main material used back in the home, uh, like the, the timber frame houses, uh, the frame was wood. Uh, yeah. You also have some, some, some brick, you have some, some different style like yeah. that. Uh, but you know, more like the later adaptation I was kind of mentioning about the timber frame, uh, the, the foundation was carved out of the ground and the stone and stone would, uh, line this before the wood would be layered into it. Uh, yeah. it, they, they're, uh, all... There are also many windows in this style of home, but we won't really get out of the part either until part two. Yeah, we're talking about um, the, like glass and windows yeah, and how the, that, that came about. Yes. Um, so just take a look at that then. So we'll move from the 16th century to the 17th century and the Minka. And, and the Michaya. Yeah. Uh, were, were, there were different uh, Japanese style homes that were built uh, using wood, iron, and paper. 
Uh, the the Machaya is by far the oldest style of home, possibly dating back to the third century. It's the uh, Japanese home with the sliding doors. Um, because of movies, you might associate it with the the, the samurai home. Um, it's it's you or, know or like some scary movies coming from Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's just that that a single layer. They may have like a courtyard in it, or like a, a one of those giant uh, those giant gardens they used to they used to do for. Like the, the Zen gardens. Mm, the Zen gardens. They have the big ones, the actual size Zen gardens. Um, you might find that in the middle of the home. Uh, but mostly it's just, yeah, just one layer, pretty, very rudimentary, sliding doors, you know, to get in and out of them. Uh, no no doors opening up. They may have an attic area, but other yeah, than very, that, it's pretty, pretty, pretty much, bare bones. Yeah, yeah, very much integrated in, in, in simplicity. And the, and the Japanese style is almost really into simplicity. And then not to yeah. say that it's but they do, simple, but, but they it's very intricate. It. Yeah, it's yes. very, it's intricate, but simple at the same time. Very difficult I mean, to master. I, I think, yes. I think, uh, um, uh, what is his name? Dan Carlin uh, said it best. The the Japanese are the just like Dan you and Carlin. me. The great Dan Carlin. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it like him too. The Japanese are just like you and me, only more so. So what he's saying is they 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 think like us in a way, but they take that idea that we are like, oh, I'll do that. They do it. They go it to the nth degree every single time. Yep. That's why their technology is where it's at. You go to their virtual theme parks; they're ridiculous. Their phones have to. They they really push forward the 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 touchscreen you know if you look at uh our last episode we kind of touch on that yeah. uh, how they're the, there's japanese companies that push forward the, t- the touchscreen and, and i think i think a big part of why the japanese are like this way so we, we don't this isn't an episode about the japanese culture we can mm-hmm. i really want to dive into that i'm really it fascinated by it uh yeah. but but just so like so like we said, simplicity, people get like bogged down, like say simple is a bad thing. No, that's an American idea that simple is a bad thing. Uh, Japanese, they don't want it to be bogged down by all the unnecessary fat ends, right? They want to trim it down. They want to make it sleek and they want to get to the point of things yeah. and then really go to that point. Like yeah. that's what you're, you're getting at as yeah. well. Like if you look at their language, the American language has, uh, English language has so many different sounds, like thousands of sounds in it that it becomes very difficult for foreigners to master. As yeah. you've heard a lot of people with broken English. Japanese the Japanese the language, yeah, it has like, it's like, what, a hundred sounds in it? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. That's why their math is so simple because it's it's very it's, it's to the point. It doesn't have to be. It's literally ich ni gonso chichikachu kuju, right? Yep. Uh, so, and that's it. And then, and then it's, so 11 yeah. is ju each. So you just say 10, one. And then a hundred, you say a hundred, or so it's 112, you would say a hundred, 10, 2. Like, that's what you would say. Yep. So even like, so like 12 would be uh, um, uni. So 1, 2. Because yeah. that's what it is. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And then it's... Well, it's, it would be ju, ju each. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's, it's like 1, 1, no, 1, one. It's one, one, ju, 1, 2. Yeah. 1, 1, 1, 2, 1, 3, 1, yeah. 1. And that's how it's broken yeah. down. It's, yeah. yeah. It's it's so so it's 20, simple in the fact that... So 20 of, would be... Uh, uh, um, so ni, ju. Ni, ju. So you say 2, 10. Yep. And then uh, twenty one would be two ten one. So knee Jew each. So two ten one. Like you, it's it's very chopped. Yep. It's it simple. doesn't. We don't. They don't need all of the extras. So America excels because it has the extras. Japanese excels because it doesn't need they, them. And, yeah. So they sell in very different styles, and mm-hmm. that's where like the the yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, that's that, that's what it comes from. I think we we went a little too much on it, but let's yeah, just, we're just both very fascinated by it. So very fascinated. What are you gonna about do about you? it? I, yeah, and so uh, <laughs> it's our podcast, so you know we yeah, can do whatever yeah, we want. If you guys, yeah. No, please, please. No, I'm just joking. Just listen to the rest of the episode. Um, so uh, the the Minka, on the other hand, was built in the 17th century, and it seems to be more uh, evolved version of the Machaya. It had a thicker, longer. <laughs> 
<laughs> more sloped roof and multiple stories uh, where the Machaya was more flat, but not entirely flat. It was just, you know, more sloped, uh, drastically more sloped. Um, uh, so it, but it's where the Machaya was more flat and, and it typically only had one level. Uh, the, 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 where's it at? Uh, the Minka was multi-layered. It would have like two or three floors. Yep. And then go ahead and read these two. So the Tulo or the Fujian Tulo is, uh, found in provinces all over China, uh, was building, these buildings were built in a circle or square, but mostly circles. And, uh, and usually the inside of the roof were hollow and often an internal area, open area was used as like a courtyard. Uh, or, or other things that might even have like a smaller building inside that. Yep. Um, the height of the walls uh, were and are anywhere from three to five stories. So they're big. They're big, tall buildings. And just, they're, they're very different. It, look them up. Look up a Tulo. T-U-L-O-U. I, I highly, I highly uh, suggest you look. And just because just they're, they're, they're different. And they're made of like earthen materials, kind of like the, the, the other bricks. And uh, yep. they're meant to be in harmony with the, the earth and the country. That the, was the whole idea. Feng Shui. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just touched on that too, because, uh, I just, you know, different cultures and there's different parts of the world that do things differently, but they yeah. do things really well. Yeah. That's what we talk about. The Japanese is not, not better or worse. It's just, it's really good in a different area. Yes. At, at doing it differently. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, 19th century. So moving from 17th to 19th, uh, the Victorian style homes. So we talked about the colonial style homes for the colonial area. Now we are in the Victorian era and we're doing Victorian style homes. Uh, this wasn't much different than the materials for the colonial homes. They're very similar, uh, both from, from the UK English style. Yep. Uh, we talked about the East Coast, um, except that it tended to have a rounded off section where the corner should be almost like, and sometimes in mimic of like castle tresses or towers. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? I'm sure you guys have seen them, like the round uh, towers uh, mm-hmm. in, in a castle. Yeah, it's, it's similar kind of to bulging like, off the sides. Yeah, yeah, instead of having that sharp corners, they'd be round, like round bulges kind yeah. of bulging off on their own. Yeah, this is, however, the introduction of the shingle, and that's important talk because most roofs nowadays are with shingles, and I've been roofing and dealt with shingles. It's yeah, a very same. fun time. It's a fun, fun, oh, yeah. it's a fun day. Yeah, especially in Arizona where it's 110 <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, and when, when our, and... our dad decides that this is the perfect time of year to, to stand on that roof yeah, and with all this black tar around hot. you. Hot boiling tar standing and lifting these heavy shingles up to the roof yeah <laughs> and i'm already terrified of heights and that roof is falling apart this so. is the, that's okay so that's our dad it, it was the perfect time because he had three boys and he needed to put them to work yeah. and they weren't in school yes so that was i'm sure his yes. thinking no that's exactly what it is <laughs> but still still salty yeah. um so yeah we'll, we'll cover the shingle more in uh in part two so yeah. um and, and, and so the 20th century, the modern prefab is the first home to have uh, precast cement walls. Uh, this was done in uh, Liverpool, England. So prefabricated home. So it's, it's um, you know, so it would be built somewhere else and then delivered and, and then set down in a foundation. We see those a, a lot nowadays uh, yeah, where like we double live. Double wides are, are pretty common. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's even nicer homes that are not trailers that are, so they, they call these modular homes. So where we live, yep. they have uh, it's, it's a mining town owned by the company. Um, they have the mine, then they have the the original town space is built different styles, right? They have like the a lot of brick houses out mm-hmm. there, and then they they needed to expand, and so they they went down to the area where we live at. They they leveled off some area, and then they brought in these few 
prefabricated all these mm -hmm. modular homes. Uh, so you see them, you do see them a lot, not just in this area. They are starting to become pretty popular mm -hmm. in a lot of areas. Yeah, because it's just more convenient. So uh, uh, this is led by um, by homes building uh, built by the likes of Sears with the the Roebuck and company. Yep, to... Sears, the Sears history of the home, Sears history of homes. Also, yeah. pretty much looking into, there's only like a few left in the world. Yeah. Are, they're mostly in the United States, but there's only like a couple left. There's not many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but they were the first to package and sell homes to buyers. So, um, again, uh, uh, they're made of cement and dry, uh, cement drywall, you know, um, will be touched in part two, but, uh, it was just, I just wanted to mention this due to the fact that it's a huge jump in home development and uh, no longer were, were homes having to be built on location. I mean, it's still done, yep. but it doesn't have to well, be drywall is huge. Like drywall, drywall, so you, is... you don't necessarily need just like the brick outlay or the wood outlay or yeah. like drywall is a big, big, um, stepping stone into yeah. the houses we have. And that was like in 1903. So that's, that's pretty good. Right. Yeah. Um, it didn't so... take them 5,000 years to get from, no, just definitely yeah. didn't. <laughs> um, so in 1943, uh, the mobile home uh, was was you know introduced and allowed people to hook up their homes and go anywhere they wanted you know like it, the gypsy homes that we talked about mm, was the, the this is the, the first this is probably the last yeah. well you know RV is probably the last I, I didn't we didn't touch on the RV because I feel like you know it was yeah. kind of covered in mobile homes yeah. um, the early version of this home had a trailer width average uh, a width of eight feet and more than twenty feet in length uh, if many it may, it may have had uh, three to four sleeping sections. It had zero bathrooms. That's quite a bit of sleeping sections, though, for for the time and for what yeah, it was. Yeah, but it was though. like there was like a little living room, I mean, like and it just turned like a, into a bed. It was like a bed that fell down. And I'm sure. then, yeah, like well, down there would be like an actual bed area, and then there would be like a table that like a like a dining table, and it would turn into a bed, mm -hmm. and then they would have like maybe like a sitting area that you could like turn into like so a like pull down bed. beds and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so like, it, like that's what it was. Out of the, the, mm -hmm. the walls. And sometimes they'd have the stacked ones where you you sleep yeah. in like cubbies. Zero bathrooms though, but I mean when you're on the road, baby, everything's a bathroom. Exactly, exactly. Take some TP out with you and you can get to work. And <laughs> yeah, we, toilet paper. We, we work in a mine, so like, uh, you have to be creative sometimes with bathrooms. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble, so I have some stories, but not not here. Yeah, at I least think, not while I'm working for the company. I think everybody that works out there has some stories. Mm -hmm. I think they know. Like if if yeah. if you're oft, ever... often isolated, with not a bathroom anywhere yeah. near where you're at. If we're still doing this and I no longer work for Freeport, I will tell some. I'll tell a couple of my stories. Yeah, I got some funny. I got some really funny stories yeah, from well, people. Not necessarily mine, but I know some really funny stories. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll save those though. We'll save yeah. them. Uh, so, it, but in five years' time, it not you know, uh, five thousand years, five years, they added ten feet and I'm introduced the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I'm still salty about that. Five thousand years. Five thousand years. To so think of a stove. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, five, five, but five years, only five years, you know, yep. just a fraction of that time, yeah. uh, you know, one, 1,000, yep. um, so they added 10 feet to the, to the, to the trailer and introduced the bathroom. I'm guessing it was somebody that was a germaphobe or just did not want to get attacked while using the restroom. Or somebody who's just tired of having to go find somewhere to go to the bathroom and we're like, can we just shit it in here? Yep. Mitted. Yeah, we can we just commit it. Can we, we just commit it in here? Yep. Yeah, can we commit it to a mitted area? I, I'm, I'm with it. Uh, so these homes were typically made of wood and tin, lighter steel, or fiberglass. And uh, maybe we'll touch on fiberglass in the next episode. Maybe not. It's not as important well, to the... Well, it's insulation. It will touch on it. Yeah, yeah, insulation. I think fiberglass will be covered in that. Yeah. So um, 1970. Uh, during the Great Energy Crisis, the Styrofoam Dome Home. Styrofoam Dome Home, yep. Uh, was created for... Uh, Is that where we go to into like a styrofoam covering and get some dome it's in like, that home mm, it's like biodome mm. home of the future mm. uh it was created from styrofoam um, it, it's amazing insulator styrofoam is uh, but earlier models were 
<laughs> haphazardly designed, uh, surprise, surprise, and it took at least 10 years, not 5,000 still, but 10 years to get it right. Uh, so they, they I mean they streamlined their yeah, innovation. And like, I mean it, it was, was during it was it was during the energy crisis, you know. It, um, they, you know it, it was probably total bullshit energy crisis, but an energy crisis nonetheless. So they're trying to figure out ways to, you know, um, be creative. Be creative, in, yeah. In, so in, with yeah. heating and cooling. Yeah, because insulation, heating, cooling is it's extremely important to humans and, and how we continue to mm-hmm. survive events. Yeah, so we can adapt, mm-hmm. but if but if we don't have to, it's even better. Yeah. Uh, not to go too deep, though, it's just a styrofoam. It is made of a petroleum product uh, known as styrene, which is where styrofoam comes mm-hmm. from. And if uh, you process yeah. styrene further, it becomes a hard plastic, mm-hmm. yeah. like my penis. Wait, not plastic. Damn it. Damn it. Twenty fifteen. Uh, so this is going to be the I think the last stop for today. Um, you know, there's nothing too current that's too important. You know, we kind of have it all covered. We can, I mean, we can get into like... There's different styles and there's like, you have, nowadays you have all the tech inside homes. Yeah, I just don't think that that's as important, but we'll touch it when we get into... No, we're more of the, the electrical. Yeah, there's yeah. so many different things like as far as tech goes. Yeah, uh, and I, I didn't want to get into the marble and all that too. Smart homes yeah. and all the... Yeah, I mean, yeah, granite. Like, and, like the super nice materials. We don't really, because it's not as and, intricate to the common yeah, home. so we're going to take it for granite. Granted. Granite. Countertops. So in 2015, the 3D printed home is rapidly coming uh, for many reasons. Affordability, less waste, less time to make it, etc. It just makes sense. Uh, but I feel like 3D printing is an episode all of in itself. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, um, yeah for sure. So uh, I've made, uh, I'm only going to touch, uh, going to touch, uh, like give an honorable mention here. Um, just know that the U.S. construction company, there is a U.S. construction company named uh, Suncomy. Is uh, it's teaming up with the Russian 3D printing company. <clears throat> Russians. <sighs> They're probably trying to rig the election with 3D printers. And like. Okay. Um. So <laughs> this this Russian company is called Apis Core, uh, because of uh their 3D uh concrete printers, you know. So they figured out how to print concrete correctly. That's pretty cool. And that yes. is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Eat it. Uh, and there are <laughs> try they are trying to get more backers to start this movement. Um, although there have been uh, 3D printed houses since the 80s, uh, there wasn't a printer large enough or capable enough for mass production. That's cool though. The 80s though, like mm-hmm. yeah. and and the materials that they they could print then wasn't as you know really well, sturdy. Yeah, I mean they, they definitely so. aren't what they are. Today. Yeah, so there are some 3D printers out there. I don't even know if they've lasted. I'm thinking like 3D printers are like some of like current technology that they've had for so long they but they, they weren't they weren't as they weren't as important to like spend time and energy on and then like once all the rest of the technology came up with it they're like oh hey remember that idea uh this would work really well here and then they decide to put the time and energy into it yeah. um not so, like brick homes which should have been the only thing that they're looking for our ovens for the yeah. bricks yeah. okay for, you're still salty about that huh i'm damn not letting it go i'm gonna be mad about this till episode uh seven okay it's very specific. All right. Um, so, yeah, all these. So they're, they're printing in the 80s. The printers weren't large enough for mass production. The process was also too slow and arduous, but the, that's no longer the case. And that arduous. Nailed it. Now it's uh, more of logistics uh, for the right people to get behind this and the people, that is you and I, to start demanding them. Uh, I mean, this it's is a U.S. Man. The U.S. is a capitalistic society, and without the, the demand, the supply is hard pressed to sell anything, especially something that is so large and isn't cheap. Although it is cheaper than majority of homes made today. Yeah, I mean, who's? It's hard to put time, energy, uh, money into something that's not going to uh, 
give out in some sort of way, right? I mean, there's some things that you do as a passion project that you do just because you like it. Like this, um, like this podcast. Yeah, like this podcast. There are other things that uh, just take so much time and so much money that it's impossible to do as a passion project. Mm. They, they need to be more mm. of a commercial type mm. of, and that's what 3D mm. houses mm. tend to be, mm. or seem to be anyways. Mm. And that will do it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, really enjoy. It. I hope you guys find us as funny as we find ourselves yeah. as well. Otherwise, uh, yeah, Screw get, you a guys. get a little awkward. Get a little awkward. Okay. Uh, so next episode we did touch as we talked about in the intro and in the videos and in the middle of the episode and throughout all this episode and in the first episode yeah so the, i really do care about you guys literally actually us if you don't know what the next episode is going to be about approval. then yeah i don't know what to tell you the next episode is going to be about materials that build up the rest of the home it's going to be the second part of this yeah. one this was this the history be, of homes this next one's gonna be history of the electricity and the glass and the roof and the drywall we'll and the penises and, we'll and, and all the, the different people and, that built it and, and all glass stuff. and windows and all those different things and, and penises <laughs> anyways um so this is the dreadful part isn't it before the, the oh, final... Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I, forgot, I almost forgot. Shouldn't have uh, said anything. Some yep. of a bitch. Yep, so have you figured that shit out, Brendan? I don't know what that was. Don't like that. I'm picking number two. I'm picking number two, my lord. Number two was... The Irishman. Is a true fact. The wrong fact that uh, the Mancho Manure is not Spanish, it's French. It sounded a little fishy to me, <laughs> but Irish being capable of doing anything besides backing up the Scots is... Eating potatoes and, and being at war with itself for And drinking centuries. constantly. Yeah. I mean, being at war with itself for centuries is all already bad enough. Yeah. So that's why I didn't think that they were capable of such yeah. a thing. It's, um, it's still crazy. Yeah. Again, I don't want to dive... We just always go on these tangents about history. But yeah, if you don't know about the history of the Irish war with, with Catholicism and uh, uh, Protestants, pretty nuts, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. The, yeah. Kid, the kids are involved. The high schoolers are involved. If you think Car it, bombs yeah, are yes, real. The, the IRA, all those different things. Everything is bad here between um, like... The left and the right. The left and the right. Yeah, you should go the, the religious wars in Ireland. Yeah. In, insane. Uh, Captain Sano. Insane him. Shows no mercy. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah guys, uh, please, uh, you know, if you like the show, uh, rate and review. Even if you don't like the show, rate and review. Yeah, leave a rate um, review. Please, please. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Always. I will yes. always say it till the end. Written review is takes how the show. All you got to say is nice and put an exclamation point. All you got to say is that the the older brother, uh, just the one that has the other podcast, it really smells nails really, it. really like bad. He's, like he's he really, really carries the show. No. Uh, the other brother, he just drags along. Uh, he's very nice and generous in his bringing his brother along with, almost like charitable. Uh, I would so, say. So stop doing and, all the research for you, <laughs> and so that way you can just sit here and talk shit to me the whole time and read off my notes. Yeah, I can talk shit to you all the time. You I don't best. even need a show. You best. It's just a, it's an added benefit. You know what? You just add, you just edit the show. That's all you do. That's all you're good for. <laughs> Okay, I can figure that shit out. All right, I'll get Milo to figure it out, and then I won't even need you anymore. Uh, uh, we do have an idea for a, a bonus episode. Uh, let us know what you think if you get this far into the episode. Um, if we should do it five or ten episodes, we're leaning towards five, but maybe ten. I'm thinking five only because we only do this every two weeks. Yeah, because of the time between it. So we want to do. So I've always 
I was going to tell Brandon about this idea on the first episode. We, I forgot to tell him. And we may do this like a bonus, not our regular two week. It might be in between. I'm thinking doing in between our episodes. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to be ironed out in, yeah. in how this is going to go down. Uh, but I've always wondered. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. He listens to a lot of podcasts. And I'm always curious how much of the information in those podcasts is presented that the host and the person doing the show actually retains. Like how much does he actually remember mm-hmm. or she remember of, of what they're presenting so, to the people. Uh, so we're going to do a like a, a trivia style, like yeah. almost like a game show yeah. type. And we're gonna bring our our brother in, and he's, uh, and he's, he's gonna host for it. it. Yeah. yeah, the one that we've we've uh, <laughs> mocked relentlessly on this show. The, yeah, the older, fatter, uglier one. Yeah, yeah of the, the family. The, yeah, the, the the worst one. Yeah, yeah, by far the worst one. Like it's, you know how like when they talk about the homes and like they struggled initially, and then it took some time, a couple years, and then they finally started to get the the it right, right? Like they started really sort never of happened to the Bryson. So Bryson was the first one that they just was a mess and yeah. then they needed to go back into the lab figure some things out yeah. and then they then they started to really build up their cookies. yeah and they did a terror they did a not so bad job with the next one no, the second one was their best one and, and then it was not so bad job and then it they had was the third like one the sequel was like and it was like the best and then it was like and, the, then, and then the third and fourth one was like why why did you even continue like you already you already hit the mark that really happened with the fourth one though <laughs> that really happened with the fourth one that like legitimately yeah like like like, like that was yep. For sure, noobs, noobs, baby. Yeah, but we love them. Kind of. Um, so, um, <laughs> all right. No, you, we love you, our you, brothers. So yeah. you can tell it, we, we just, all get along with our brothers. Just making sure that yeah. the dude is listening. He's yeah, probably not. the dude. Yeah, if I don't get a uh, Jordan, listen here, buddy. The dude. If we don't get a response to this, I will burn down your fucking house and your freaking burn all your shit. Okay, so we'll bur- just burn his room. We'll just burn his room. Yeah. We'll close the door and then just start a fire in that room. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll put just we'll just soak the rest of the house in water. All the tech and everything. We'll just wait. I, <laughs> so it's a brick house. So if we just like line the walls to the rest of the house with, with fire retardant blankets. With fire retardant, yeah. Um, I like it. I I think we could I think we could just burn his room specifically. I think yeah. we can do it with him in it. Yeah. Maybe like open a window so like the fire and the heat goes towards that window. And away from the house? Or you can also just do, like, just throw a grenade in there. Flashbang? No, no, like a, like a, like a grenade. Like a grenade grenade. Like a napalm grenade. Maybe not napalm. Na- napalm, yeah. Okay, no, napalm would work because it would be specific and it would just burn everything. Yeah. But it very, napalm, the history of napalm also is very bad. Yeah. Very, very bad. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, you guys go live in, live, you know, review, uh, um, you know, uh, our, we'll have our, our handles all at the bottom of the episode, so you can reach us. Yeah, Please feel wanna... free to reach out. Yeah, but if you um, want to know, Justin will respond. We... I will probably not respond. So... <laughs> no, I will. I will. Yeah, and if you want to know when new episodes and stuff are coming out, hit the subscribe button. Yeah, I don't know how many times I gotta tell you. Like you're looking at it right now. You're looking at your phone. You listen to this. Grab your phone, open up the app that you're listening to this on. Hit the subscribe button. And if you don't do it now, I will hunt you down. Calm, calm down. Calm down. It's okay. It's okay. I don't want it to take 5,000 years. It's, it's okay. I don't it's want it to be 5,000 years, okay. but you can listen to this episode and subscribe it. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Shh. Anyway. You're going to scare It's okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Do Hit the subscribe button, please, guys. And then uh, reach us. Again, all our information to contact information will be in the episode description. Yep. Uh, we do post on our social media often, at least a couple times a week. Yeah, at least once a week. You guys, give you guys upset what we're doing, update kind of 
where we're thinking about. I'm I'm really excited for the yeah. third part of the series of poems. Yeah, it's like, gonna be these two episodes are gonna be fun, but I'm really excited about that third part. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Um, I think that uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, but that's all for this episode. It's been it's been real real. Yeah, mad real. Mad mad real. And I'm excited to hear what you guys think. Uh, so we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.